Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. I didn't think that at the end of this series, I would still be so far away from my faith. Just what's the point of life? Like, what, what the fuck am I doing here? It's been on my mind, to be honest, in some way or another, since I was a child. It just felt like the world was magical, but it also felt like I was an observer of the world. I was somehow in it and apart from it. Because a lot of my experiences ended up hurting me, mm-hmm. and a lot of my patterns ended up repeating, mm-hmm. I had this feeling the common denominator yeah. was me. I was making a mistake. I was wrong. And so this idea of fate, destiny, felt like a real absolution. It felt like a relief. You weren't to blame. You weren't responsible. But another side, I'm like, I'm not sure I believe in any of this. I think for me, always remaining on the fringes, even though I kind of live life that makes me seem very normal, but always doing something that some people can't necessarily relate to Mm. or understand, which is why I always shy away from telling people what I do because it continues to make me seem different. So it took me many years to find my voice in that. Mm. I did it and then I stopped and then I did it again and then I stopped because I thought, do I really want to be on the outside all the time? But it's the only place where I ever found home and it's the only place where I ever felt most comfortable. When it comes to being an outlier, growing up as an outlier, that's part of your purpose. Mm. There's no way to get life wrong. That was never the point. It goes back to what all of those other social structures kept telling us that there was right and wrong. All those polarities that kept us separated from who we are. There was never a wrong. It just was. And there's never a wrong now. It just is. So when you, having grown up as an outlier. Yeah, totally. Somebody who feels very apart, even though you're very much included, you had a loving family, no one for friends, right? There's no lack of community available to you, yet never feeling completely within it. That enables you to understand where those who are also outliers Mm. and also the marginalized Mm. are coming from. And now I don't feel that way anymore. It's because you found your truth. When we become really strong in our truth. And I'm not saying the truth of, oh, we are all loving beings and that's where we're at. It doesn't have to be that. Mm. It's like, do you know yourself to your absolute core? It's all those pieces that we discussed in all the previous episodes that keep us separated from ourselves, from others, from the divine. Have we fully incorporated those and accepted those as our truth? And that's when you know. I know my truth, but I don't know if I own it. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but yeah. No, no, you're not wrong. <laughs> Again, what were you just saying about there's no right or wrong? It just is. When you take away the judgment, you remove the shame attached to the judgment. And then you can just see it for what it is. But we almost have to ask ourselves, well, then what's the purpose of it all? Is this it? As we see all the fear playing out. Is this really it? But sometimes the voice of the underworld needs to be heard so that we can recognize the underworld exists. As I explained before, back in episode eight, Bad Romance, I became Vivian Winslow because I was afraid for a couple of reasons to put certain books to my own name. Ultimately, it was also because I was very embarrassed because I was writing about sex. At some point, where I thought, I don't know if it's really serving me to write under a pen name, to hide myself. Because again, I'm sort of feeling this split identity, if you will. 
And that's how I'd always lived my life. I would always hide these parts of me that I felt either made me bad or that would be judged or I wasn't allowed to do. And so I was so used to keeping my identities always separate. When you do that, you can't be whole in yourself. I'd always been living my purpose, but in doses. I was the spiritual me to people who needed it. And then I was the writer me for other people, my editor, fans, etc. But then there was just me. Me with my friends, the woman who likes to dance on bars and raising two children and still trying to keep up with her husband by traveling the world. God, I'm so many of those things, but I'm one person. And so I really had my wake up call. If I'm really going to own my purpose, we do not have to live in various compartments in our lives. I don't have to play a role in one place and play a different role in this other place. I am just me. And that's when everything started to come together. Right now, I'm not in a place where I'm clear on what I believe. Mm -hmm. So I'm not in a place where I can tell someone else what I believe because I just don't know. And it's okay. Mm. We don't have to go around telling people what we believe. What matters is that we're embodying our beliefs. In order to come into the fullest life you have is to own the truth of who you are. And you can only do that when you've owned all of yourself, right? It's going to be when you feel so connected to your purpose, mm. you can't do anything else. It can be, as we talked about relationships marrying us and significance of relationships for evolution, etc. There are also other types of relationships and soulmate connections, which are often to A, restore our faith, which we've all lost. Most of us have lost somewhere along the way. But it's also to put us on our purpose. So sometimes, yes, there's that evolutionary role of these relationships, like our Daves, get to our shadows through mm -hmm. our Daves. Now, there are other relationships that point us to our purpose that then opened doors. In your case, with your humongous lesson as well, that opened your heart to the point where you couldn't close it, not fully, because it was part of your purpose to understand that level of love. Oh. Right? It's with our open hearts that we connect to our purpose. And... Part of that is because an open heart leads us to joy. Purpose is very much connected to joy. Whatever we're doing is meant to bring us to that place of joy. Now, it may not be your everyday job, but does that work enable them and afford them things that do bring them joy? And I don't mean happiness, I mean joy. That feeling of lightness in your heart. Purpose is joy, and living one's purpose brings great joy. You've been so preoccupied with what fate and destiny mean. Mm -hmm. This free fate, destiny, free will. It touches on my shadow. It touches on my adventures in connecting. It touches on death. It touches on fear of missing out. It touches on all of these. It does, doesn't it? And, and that's it's, why it's our very last episode yeah, of this series. Am I messing it up? Can I mess it up? No um, and no. Is it all going to be worth it? So do you remember in episode one or two, two. we talked about contracts? and how contracts are agreements and commitments that we make before we come into our bodies. So fate is the story that we've written before, all right? So it's about choosing the parents we have, the siblings, some of the relationships. And we also contract for our purpose. Now, destiny is the result of changes to our contracts. We make contracts throughout our lifetimes. Mm -hmm. We're never not making contracts. We've got a lot to do. We've got a lot of evolving and growing and lessons to learn. So we come into this human life and we're kind of realizing how things are playing out. Having certain experiences, certain relationships, partners, and we're thinking, you know what? 
I know I agreed to this, but I'm so not on board with this idea anymore. All right, so maybe, just maybe, I'm not going to do that. Or perhaps, you know what, bring it on. I'm feeling really charged right now. I can take on more. The destiny is the rewritten chapters, the edited story of our lives. And so what's the difference, though? Aside what I just said. Yes. <laughs> what, I know, what I mean is, <laughs> no, I understand it. Yes. So what you're saying is your soul comes into this earth and there are some things that can't change. That's correct. And you give yourself all the magical moments you think you need to make it happen. I like the magical moments phrase. Thanks. <laughs> but then when you get here and you start living it out, you're like, wait a second, I'm not fucking omnipotent. Things need to be tweaked slightly. Yeah. And so things get changed. Yeah. So some people have a very large sense of their purpose or they have a sense of their larger purpose. But how it gets played out on this earth plane is entirely destiny, not necessarily fate. When you are aligned with your destiny mm -hmm. and your purpose, and you are very clear, more or less, See, that's about the what plan, you just about there, the outline. Because destiny is such a confusing word, I could go on. But it, it, destiny is just an extension of your fate. It's just how you're choosing to live your fate in this lifetime. Ah, uh, right? okay, that makes sense. So destiny yeah. and fate are the same, they're just, the only difference between them is Fate is what you've decided and destiny is how you play out what you decided. Oh yeah. So free will means exercising our choice. It can only be done in three-dimensional consciousness. Okay. It cannot be done in fifth dimensional because 3D is fear. So when you start operating from a place so went, of so fear... So when I was in the hamster wheel, that was me in 3D, I guess. Yes. Yes. And it didn't feel good. And that's when you just knew you had to get back. And uh, it didn't take long. No, I just had to stop. Yeah. Just had to stop. And that's all 5D is. It's just place of being in yourself. Okay. And all choices made that affect your fate and destiny are then made from your higher self. So that anything that you're doing is in complete alignment with your purpose. In order to exercise free will, which we could do in three-dimensional consciousness, it means separating from the divine. When we operate from a place of love and compassion and joy, okay, 5D, we no longer have free will. But why? And is it necessary? What is what necessary? To know that. Yes, very much. Okay. Because of people like you, who have this sense that they have to be in complete charge of everything. And if they're not, then nothing else can be done until they are. Free will cannot exist in fifth dimensional oneness consciousness because it yeah. requires separation. Okay. Right? And if you're in separation, you're not in oneness. Okay. So they cannot exist alongside each other. And that okay. is the only all or nothing trait about fifth dimensional consciousness. Our desire to utilize our free will, as we've discussed in our previous episodes, is often fear. Because we're looking to avoid the pain and the discomfort that is required to work through everything that keeps us out of oneness, out of our purpose. If we allowed our fate to play out, we would probably hit all the bad points and be over them much quicker. As you've experienced, you know that ultimately what will bring you the greatest amount of satisfaction, enjoying your life, mm. is to not be out of it. But how do I do this, A, of my own volition, and B, can I trust myself to not fall into old habits? And it takes a while, really, to, like, divest yourself of all those fears in your wiring. So we're using our free will to run away from the inevitable. Yes, exactly. So that's why there is no free will in 5D. Mm-hmm. Because Precisely. in 5D, we don't run away from the inevitable because we just assume it is. Yeah. And there's a reason for it. Because we use our free will to avoid the pain, yes. what ends up happening is we're experiencing it more and more because mm -hmm. it keeps coming back and back because it's not going to go anywhere until we've dealt with it. But what's interesting about fate and destiny for me mm -hmm. was it wasn't just being able to say, well, I meant to face this, so I'm going to do it. It was much more about 
well, then I don't have to hold myself accountable for what I do. Oh, yeah. Because you are not responsible. You're right. Like, fate and destiny, believing that I had no free will, absolved me of my responsibility. But it's not to say that your higher self won't manage things. And that's what I've always felt inside. Yeah. Can I have just kind of had all the answers? Yes, you have. <laughs> it's a very annoying. Yes, which is why I kept telling you, you didn't need any of those other practices. Yes, they seem like keys to the castle, right? Yeah. But it was always about your truth. Because I just didn't want to take the responsibility on mm -hmm. that some of my decisions had hurt me so much. And I didn't want to accept that any kind of loving kindness would want me to be in pain. Instead of looking and going, the only thing you did wrong was not face the pain when it came. First of all, I think it comes down to not judging it and mm. saying that it was wrong mm. is what kind of still holds you in that space because there is still a lack of acceptance. We are ultimately responsible. Again, spiritual maturity requires that we take complete responsibility for mm. how we've designed our lives. Mm. No one else did it. We did. But just not the we that we think. Our larger selves. Even if you don't have free will, it doesn't mean that you're not responsible and it doesn't mean that you don't have choice. And there's still a great deal of freedom to be had when we're connected to our fate and destiny. We are challenging people to look at things slightly differently. Yes. So that they can come to a place in all their bodies mm -hmm. where they feel at peace. Because they know who they are. Yeah. They know what feels good. They know their truth. They know their truth. Mm -hmm. And they're able to make decisions and choices that keep them in that. Mm -hmm. And once they fall out of that, for whatever reason, they're able to recognize it, pick it back up, and come back in themselves again. When you're talking about free will, we're saying anything is possible. You can make any choice or any decision, and it's fine. The problem is, once you know what feels good, once you love yourself, once you know your truth, mm -hmm. not every decision is going to feel fine anymore. Nope. It's once you know who you are, you have basically made a whole buttload of decisions no longer an option because you know what they're going to lead to, which is either at best feeling uncomfortable mm -hmm. and at worst being an unnecessary pain. Yeah. So it's not about being scared of making a decision and it's not about taking responsibility for that decision being wrong because there's no such thing. Yeah. It's more once you're in that place of feeling good about who you are, Mm -hmm. and how you love, yeah. you will find it impossible to stay in any other place. So that's why free will stops counting in the way that we normally think of it as counting. Mm -hmm. Because it's not about free will in the sense of you can't make decisions anymore. Of course you can. You're still living your life. Oh, yeah. What we're saying is you will not be comfortable making any decisions that make you out of your integrity. Mm -hmm. Because it's so nice being in your integrity, you're not going to want to leave. No. Mm -hmm. So we can talk about fate being, I have decided before I come into this world, what's going to make me feel good, what my purpose is, what are the building blocks to this state that one day I will achieve. Yeah. And right? what are the relationships I'm going to have that yeah. might be a little uncomfortable? That, that will are... get me there. Yes, exactly. Then destiny comes along and says, bearing in mind how all the chips have fallen, things need to look slightly differently. Yeah. So we're going to tweak this mm -hmm. to get us there in a more efficient, better, faster, pleasurable, whatever way needs to be yes. got in there. Once you're there, 
or at least close to a place where you know what feels good. Even though we're always learning, we're always growing, and that will continue happening for the duration of our life or lives, depending on your belief system. Mm-hmm. Making a decision which is going to knock you really far out of it, whether or not it's listening to a self-help book, listening to your friend, listening to a quote on Instagram, mm-hmm. anything, yeah. unless you make the decision that feels good in you, mm-hmm. you're just not going to really be able to not do that anymore, basically. Right. And that's why free will is so 2016 yes because you do obviously will always have choices it wouldn't be conceivable to choose it Mm -hmm. just like today it wouldn't be conceivable for me to go back to my humongous lesson or to see dave again right (laughs) or to believe that romance is like 50 shades of gray because none of those match your vibration they don't match your energy They don't match you, period. Yeah. When you talk about connecting to the heart, Mm -hmm. right? What we're talking about is feeling, Mm -hmm. not thinking. Because the truest way to know whether you're in integrity or not is by allowing your feelings. Mm-hmm. not being scared of what they are because mm-hmm. you've maybe gone dark because maybe you've questioned the structures and strictures that have already existed around you to a point where you're just able to go I feel and that's not coming from the mind you know overriding what those feelings are whether they're telling you this feels aligned it's about feeling at peace yes with who we are where mm. we are what we're doing because all of that peace love once it's inside will then radiate out in every action that yeah. you take and continuing to feel at peace and with your choices aligned that is mm-hmm. living in joy and you can only be at peace making choices that keep you in that state whether or not other emotions come up but if you're living your purpose if you're going in the right direction if you're going in the direction that you've already set out for yourself exactly yes this is really important to understand that 2016 was the marker that was the year. Those were those seminal moments that had brought us to now, mm. which is a you know really realizing that we are in complete freedom from 3D and all the polarities that 3D brought. And so the fate, destiny, and free will have taken on new meaning. We still have fate. And for those of us of certain ages, have our destiny. And we've utilized free will as much as we can, but no longer. We're at a point where we can only be in joy or it doesn't feel right. And we can throw every coping mechanism we can because we don't want to deal with our pain. But ultimately, life is going to keep throwing that up and throwing it up until we deal with it so that we can get to joy and love. And the only way you can get to joy and love... Coming into the truth of who you are, Mm. not coming to it through anyone or anything else. That is the fastest way. But in order to do that is by facing your fears. And we have to trust that we are in a place where joy and love are waiting on the other side. Yeah. And that our fears and shadow will not crush us or kill us. And the only way to trust that you're really there is knowing that when you make a decision that isn't leading you to joy and love, Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel right anymore. And that's why you don't have any more free will. To me, ending with this episode for our first series, which is meeting ourselves, Mm. the reason why it's the very last episode is because when you've worked through all of these other things and you're just left with your core of who you are, that is it. We are all connected to our divinity. Follow your heart. It'll show you your fate. What is the most loving action I can do for myself in this moment? Yeah. Brings us right back to our purpose and ourselves every time. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.